We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. How much is he uh, Clapton now? How much is he charging? Oh, that's a good Or was he canceled? He didn't get vaccinated, so he's canceled, right? Is that the story? Is that, was that what happened to Clapton? I think so. Um, Beamaz and Beamer were back here. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just thinking that because I was reminded an hour from now is when those Bruce Springsteen tickets we were That's talking right. about earlier this week go on sale. So we'll see how people are doing with that. Hopefully I think, it goes easy for everybody. I think tomorrow we're going to have a follow-up, follow-up show. How was your experience with the dynamic pricing? Like three people swearing about it, and everyone else saying like, "Yeah, it just kind of worked how I expected." Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll have two. <laughs> we'll have two lines. We'll have a number for people who paid under a thousand, or under five hundred, and a line for people who paid over five hundred, and we'll compare what time they ordered the tickets. There'll be that. I mean, most tickets again, most tickets under two hundred dollars. Majority of tickets sold right. under two hundred dollars, which is what most people were expecting to pay for Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And, so, you know. But no, I mean, that's like based on your ticket prices and everything. And yep. that's um, below going rate for, you know, some of these shows that hit arenas, someone his age. You know, I, I'm I think the hype of people paying so much is a little overblown. It's more overblown for this show, uh, this uh, Bruce Springsteen show than it is for anything else. Like when people talk about rising prices. I generally feel like that story is being underplayed when it comes to rising prices on the Bruce Springsteen ticket, oh, yeah. overplayed yeah. just a little bit. Um, you know, what are you spending your money on? This was interesting. I found this. Somebody posted it online. It comes from overseas in the UK. And I'm sure like the Bills and Sabres have something similar to this. But you, I feel like I rarely see these out in the open, out in public. This is from a, uh, an English Premier League soccer team. And somebody found a sheet that they gave out to their players of all the different fines that you can accure uh, over the course of a season. So, for example, you are late for a meeting. You're late for a coach. You're late out onto the field to begin practice. 200 pounds per minute. Ooh. You're late is what you get fined. <laughs> You're uh, late for practice in general to show up to the building, 500. Uh, I, I love just looking at all this. You, uh, you know, the team eats together, they eat in their dining room. You leave uh, your plate, cup, whatever it is on the dining room table after you're done eating, 
a hundred dollars an item. I like that. You uh, you get fined. You uh, wear the wrong thing on match day. A hundred dollars an item. The wrong thing. The, uh, you're, you have a uniform you have to wear. You put the you, wrong kit on? You wear shorts. You wear, oh. uh, no, like going to the stadium, you, you know, off the bus oh, into okay. the stadium, something like that. Uh, I like this one. No flip-flops in the shower. That's $100. I do like that, yeah. Hygiene first. No flip-flops in the shower. That'll be a $100 fine. Um, what is it? Uh, if you are sent off or you get a red card during a game and you're kicked off the field because of it, you have to take the team out for a meal within four weeks of getting that red card. I, I like that one. I uh, And there's a whole bunch other, but I, I just love seeing this like actually spelled out. Flip-flops, that is something. I'm sorry, As someone who has suffered uh, foot issues because of lack of flip-flops or some kind of foot protection in a public shower, I, it, it upsets me every time I see someone walking around a locker room with bare feet or into a shower with bare feet. It's like, get a $5 pair of flip-flops. I mean, but is, why would that bother you? Shouldn't that bother the person I, not wearing the sandals? Oh, of course it does. It just, ugh. I, I know what could happen if, you know, the wrong stuff is on the floor. I'm the person I wouldn't care. I, I wouldn't wear flip-flops I just, in the I, shower. I, you would not wear flip-flops in the public shower. I, I, I don't think I'd have a problem not doing it. I would if I thought to bring sandals in. But just generally, I'm uh, like personally, you know, personal hygiene. Yes. I'm, you know, I'm a clean guy. Take my showers, multiple, but you don't in know in the summer every day. You don't know who's been in that shower. Make sure I'm, uh, you know, doing whatever. But just in general, I think you might describe me a little bit as like a, a dirty guy. I'm just not bothered by any of that stuff. I, you know, food drops on the ground, I'll eat it. I don't care. I'll, I'll touch whatever. I'm not washing my hands after touching doorknobs or, you know, uh, very weird about flushing the toilet somewhere or anything like that. I just, whatever. The germs are everywhere. I'm touching this. I'm, I'm, Joe, you've seen this microphone and this <laughs> keyboard that That's I true. sit in front of every day. That, this is true. This is uh, true. If I cared about that stuff, I mean, this is worse than not wearing flip-flops in a public shower. You've probably built up one heck of an immunity. Uh, by sitting in that chair. It just, it doesn't bother me that much. So it's not to say that I'm not a clean person. I mean, I clean myself. I'm, you know, I'm just. I, I, you smell good every day. That's that's what I aim to do, Joe. I yeah. want to smell good every day. But all that other stuff, you know, like touching things. To, uh, something falls on the ground, yeah, put it in my mouth. My kid does the same thing. You know, he dropped his uh, popsicle on the deck the other day, picked it up. Ate it, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's probably dog hair on it and stuff. Like, I don't know, you know, birds poop on the deck. It's you're gonna you're gonna experience it eventually. See, I'm not as weird about I don't know dropping stuff on the floor that, as I should be, but I, I don't know showering in public. I want protection on my feet. That, that's all I'm saying. That's and maybe it's because at a younger age I had planter's warts all over my feet, and um, you know that was a pain. Uh, so a few flip flops walking into the shower. That's the the most I can do. I also get like. I try to find the dry shower that no one's been in if I'm using a public shower. But for the most part, I just wait till I go home. I don't want to shower at the gym. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I do. I'm just right. not generally taking public showers anymore at the age of 32. Right, no. <laughs> There's not too many scenarios where I'm doing that. The only times I take public showers it's is... It's always full, though. Oh, The really? shower at the gym. There's always somebody taking a shower when I'm in there. I have a, a, a different experience. 
I very rarely see people unless it's a weekend in the shower. During uh, the week? Joe, I would say uh, you, it's probably the same person because very often I hear the shower going and you oh, look or at that. me or David or somebody else. <laughs> and that's like what I hear going into the gym. That's going on in the shower? It's just, uh, and it's a little weird when you're in a gym locker room, you're getting undressed, and then there's somebody showering, and then you hear your own voice (laughs) talking to that person in the shower, and you're there, and you're just kind of like, I'm not going to talk or say anything uh, the entire time I'm here, just in case someone puts two and two together. I'm a music in the shower guy. Because I do like to belt out the uh, the notes when I'm in the shower. That's my me time. I like to put a Joe Beamer playlist on and uh, and sing. I uh, I'll throw a podcast on or something like that uh, every now and then if I'm in the shower. Uh, but I I'm just not a gym shower person. I live close enough to the gym. I guess here's where you would be a gym shower person if your routine is you get up, you go there. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> you get up, you go work out, you have to shower there, and then you run. Or, like, maybe the gym that you go to is by work, and you go before you go to work, then you're going to shower and get ready. Put on whatever it is you use to go to work. You're bringing a larger bag with you, and that's your routine. And I can kind of see that. Any other time, I don't know. I feel like the gym that you go to generally speaking, would be close enough to where you live where I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm going to go home and take a shower. What I'm about to say is probably people are probably going to think even less of me, if that's possible. Now, the gym I go to regularly, I can see from my apartment, right? So obviously no need to shower at that gym. But if I am doing the 10 o'clock show here, if I'm filling in for David, right, I like to get up, go right to the gym that's near work, that's right across the street from work. And when I go... I want to shower before I come here. I don't want to be offensive, right? So I bring two towels and flip-flops so I can put the towel down on the outside of the shower when I'm done showering in my flip-flops so I can take my flip-flops off, dry my feet, and then have a towel to dry myself off, and then uh, go in anything that might have touched the floor in in the shower, I wrap up in the towel, and that goes in my trunk until I get home. Wow. So you're just... You're like there's um, just something about a, a, a public March shower. March twenty third, twenty twenty. There's just something about <laughs> a public shower where every where other people are showering. Like I said, I try to find because usually when I shower at the gym, it's in the morning, so I try to find the dry shower that no one's been in that day, and I think that might be the cleanest. What would you have done in the trenches in Bastogne? You know, nineteen forty five. Just. <laughs> I probably have other things on my mind, right? It probably, I, I wouldn't have been as particular about the conditions of my uh, of my shower. I um, no, I yeah, I'm not that. that per- Do you you go to a hotel room? Yes. No, and see, that's the thing. I treat the hotel room like it's my home, so I, I know it's completely doesn't because make sense. I know people who will like not have their bare feet touch the floor of a hotel room. Oh, my my uncle will will cover the floor of the bathroom in towels because he will not touch the the floor of the bathroom. I mean, that's just, it's interesting. Yeah. It's see, interesting but, to me. I'm but, just, none of that is ever crossing my mind. But see, when I'm in a hotel, people would probably be, I treat it like it's my home. I don't think of it as, you know, thousands of other people are probably in this room. I just think of, oh, this is my place for the night. So I walk around barefoot. It, 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 I know it makes no sense after the way I treat the shower at the gym, but that's my, that's my, my thought process. 
Yeah, it is a little different. I just think, you know, you, you got the monkeypox we're talking about today. There's that whole thing going on. You have the two and a half years of COVID and every, you know, it's the sanitizer, wash your hands, you know, do all that kind of stuff and uh, over and over again. And I, I just, I'm still not really affected by it where it's like gotten to me to the point where I'm just, you know, constantly, my hands feel a little greasy. I will wash. I, I do, I, I probably, I would say I wash my hands maybe more than most people because if I am outside working in the garage or or doing something out there or you know I get I I don't like my hands being sticky with stuff so I'll of wash course. them like right at, even if I know I'm going right back and doing uh, the that. same thing again if I'm cooking I crack an egg I'll put my hands underwater even if I'm going to crack another egg Oh Okay, I see what just, you're saying. You know, I just, I, I don't like it. doesn't it feel right. Sticky or, you yeah. know, slick or anything like that. See, and people will probably think, oh, look at, you know, look at Beamer. He's got the sanitizer. He's doing this. But you can tell. You can you know this. I was like that before COVID. COVID had nothing to do with wearing flip-flops in the gym or, or sanitizer. Yeah. I was like that in 2019. Yeah. That, that's just how I've always been. You've always been like that. You take the paper towel from the thing and <laughs> use that to open the door yes, of course. in the bathroom. Yet you'll still, at a, before a Bills game, just open up the door to a, a GMC Jimmy and go there. And <laughs> It makes no sense. And then close the door with the hand that you use. It's, it's, you know, it, it's rules six days of the week, different rules on Sunday. Uh, but no, you know, all these hygiene things, I just, they've never really stuck with me, I guess. Um, it's, I, I'm not like spraying everything. I don't like when people spray like the disinfectant spray, like the smell, it gives me a headache. You know, any of that kind of stuff. I just, ah, having that in the air, it drives me crazy. I thought, you know, when my son was born and we had the, um, you know, hand sanitizer right nearby for the changing table. Yep. You know, I'd use that in the changing table, and I thought, here we go. I'm going to be using this all the time, you know, dealing with my son and whatever. And then after a while, it's just like, yeah, you know, we're just <laughs> – if, if I get dirty, I know how to clean myself up. And that's another weird thing. Like, you know, you, you, you brought up the beginning of COVID. I, I wasn't one of these people that were cleaning their groceries, spraying up. I just, I, I just wasn't. It's, it's the same things, you know, hand sanitizer, uh, paper towel to open the bathroom door, flip-flops in a public shower. It's just how I've always been. It, it's, and, and I know it's weird because, you know, I, I was in a hotel room on Saturday, and I didn't wear flip-flops into the bathroom. I walked around barefoot uh, through the hotel room. Heck, I was at a, at a uh, we rented a home. Last week at the beach, I treated it like it was my home. Who the hell knows who was there the week yeah. before? What do Walked they always, around barefoot, showered like it was my home. What do they always say where um, in, in the hotel room? You shouldn't just plop down on the bed because what people do is they take their suitcase, right, and they put it on the bed. Yeah. And that's how where they use to get organized. And that suitcase was probably just rolling around on the ground in the lobby, maybe through an airport floor. And I have always said when I heard, hear people say that, I just go, so what? Right. You know, what? And what, what's it going to do to me? And that's something, I, again, I know my my thought of thinking, my way of thinking makes no sense. Because, Brian, I am the first person to throw whatever's been, you know, dragging on the floor through the airplane, under the airplane. Uh, I'm the first one to throw it on the bed and, and organize for the night. So, I, I don't know. I, there, there's no rhyme or reason to the way I think. But public showers have just always been flip-flops, extra towel, and here we go. When you are out to eat, do you like seeing the kitchen? 
No. Remember, that's like the, the marker of a good, a real good restaurant sometimes is you can see the full kitchen because it's spotless. Right, yes. And you can see how clean everything is. But some of the best French fries and chicken wings are made in grease that hasn't been changed in years. Yeah, no one likes to admit that, but you're right. Of course. <laughs> like, uh, we can't have both at once. Yeah, I don't need to see the kitchen. I know I know my food's being cooked back there. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with just bringing it out to me. I remember working in college at the dining hall, and I would be in the fryers making the wings and everything. And... I, it was never, everyone used to complain because they'd be in the fryer too long. And, and it was like, where are my wings? I've been waiting. It's forever. And I keep taking them. I'm like, they're not done yet. I, I want to make you a good chicken wing. Right. And then I went to the boss. I'm like, it's too clean. Like, your, your grease in here, the oil is too clean to make a good chicken wing. And they said, well, that's just the way it's going to be. So I said, well, you know, everyone's going to get bad food. Don't blame me. I tried to leave it in there for an hour so it would get nice and crispy. But the chicken you know, wings for an hour in the fryer? It took that long. Wow. I, mean, I would take them out and they'd still, I'd look at them and they'd still be not done right. Did you do the trick? The, the fryer heat, you know, only allowed to go up to certain, you know, you got to follow all these rules. Oh, rules. Now, would you do the trick where you would take another basket and put it on top of the wings in the basket in the fryer? So Wasn't they allowed. So they wouldn't go to the top? Can't nah. do that. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, maybe I could do that, but I'd be on this list. You double basket the fryer, that's a $10 fine. Ah, so you get fined, yeah. 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 But anyways, this started off with uh, all these fines, and maybe you're <laughs> buying money, or buying money. You're spending money buying tickets a half an hour from now to go see Bruce Springsteen. I'm wondering if it changes the way that people are spending money on things and the way that you handle money within your relationship joe this is like a teaser for a future show oh it but sure it's is also uh <laughs> like a reflection on something we did a while ago before you got married we talked about combining money spending it separately and you know what you do when you get together when you get married do you have a joint account or do you keep your own separate accounts are you very transparent with your spending with your significant other or do you keep things separately? Is there a lot that's unknown? I'm wondering, you know, everything is so much more expensive now. If that changes, if you were once, you wouldn't tell uh, your husband or wife about a certain thing that you bought or how much you spent at a, a certain place. Does that change now? Are you talking more about the grocery bill? That's on somebody, or is it just left up to the bills at the end of the month? And then you look at something and go, "Whoa, you know what happened here?" Um, and, and then it's just, "Well, I, it's just more expensive to go shopping," or maybe it's some other. It's more expensive to go shopping, and I got. This oh as yeah, well. I bought this thing that uh, wouldn't have really raised anybody's eyebrow a year ago. Yeah. But now that everything's more expensive, it's a little more eye popping. Yeah, I we, we did this show before I got married, Brian, and we still we have a joint account, right, that we both contribute money to, but we have our own separate accounts. And here's how I feel. I believe my wife feels the same way. As long as the bills are getting paid because we split bills, I don't care what she does, and she doesn't care what I do. As long as you know, <laughs> I'm not texting her saying, "Hey, can you front me some money? I don't have this." Um, as long as hey. Verizon's due today or um, you know, Spectrum's due today. Okay, as long as I have that money, 
as long as she has that money, we do what you want. You're like the um, the, the see no evil, hear no evil, uh, speak no evil. You know, I don't want to, you know, just cover your eyes with your hands. And I don't want because here's the the one flaw. In that. What if you're okay? All the bills are paid. But, oh, yeah, the um, credit card or the uh, cell phone bill that's been paid on a credit card that has been uh, gathering $200 in debt every single month. But the bills are paid as far as uh, the other person knows. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you cover that. It doesn't bother you? No, as long as the bills that matter are paid, you know, I'll take care of my stuff. She'll take care of her stuff. How does it work in your household? 803-0930 to join me. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Beamer and Beamer back here on WBEN. You know, Joe, uh, we're so we're talking about kind of your your finances in the era of inflation, and if it maybe changes the way that you and your significant other go about things. Are are you sharing more? Um, are you maybe a little more judgmental of purchases your significant other makes uh, because everything's a little bit more expensive? Right, where maybe a year ago, someone goes out, they buy a new pair of shoes or something that a new pair of shoes that you don't need, like I do. And a year ago, it's like whatever. And now maybe because everything costs a little bit more, um, there's a couple questions. Huh? Huh? huh. A new pair? Huh? A new pair of shoes? Oh, what? Uh, huh. How much? When did you get those? How much of that? Is there more of that going on? In your household. Now, uh, Joe, we were talking about it before because we've had this discussion before, Joe, where, you know, how do you uh, do your finances? If you are a married couple, do you have combined finances? Are you in separate accounts? Is there a, a right or wrong way? And we do things differently. You have the separate accounts. So I have a combined finance. But 
I mean, practically speaking, we might as well be uh, the same. Because even though I have the combined finances, I feel like, you know, I give the example because you said, hey, as long as the bills are paid, whatever. No one's asking any questions. Right. And I said, well, okay, what if the bills are paid, but they're being paid with, you know, credit card debt and that's growing like every single month and, you know, no one's talking to each other about it in the house. That, I think, could happen in my house, uh, and my wife wouldn't know about it. Because even though we have combined finances, it's kind of... I'm the only one who looks at it. Right. You know, I'm I'm the only one who's paying attention. I'm like, I'm the one who's kind of combing through at least once a month. You're looking at the credit card. You're looking just to make sure everything's matching up and makes sense. There's no red flags or anything like that. So if that were to happen and I was to do something, I don't think she would ever notice because she's not checking, even though we have the combined things. You you think it's to keep everyone in the loop? Maybe not necessarily. Right. Yeah. uh, So my wife does all the she has all the bills and she'll just send me, hey, this is what you owe for this, this and this. And she'll put it on our calendar. And I know when to send her half the money. So the bills are paid. And our gas bill, I think it was, um, I mean, way overvalued. Right. Of. Way overvalued. Now, if I was in charge of the bills, Brian, I would have just paid it. I didn't know you could negotiate and have them do another reading. My wife did. Luckily, saved us $100. Uh, so pretty lucky that she's in that position where she'll she'll take care of the bills. Again, she'll just say, here's what you owe. The bill comes out at midnight this day, and I'll make sure that money gets to her, and we're all set. That's why I think I do the bills in our household, because... I'm the person who eventually will go, okay, I'm going to have to call someone up and complain about this and, uh, you know, knock the bills down just a little bit and uh, do something and pay attention with that. Even though my wife says at least once every other month, if not once a month, she'll always make a comment about me and the bills, not the Buffalo bills, Ah. bills that come in the mail. It's so funny when you said bills. I got a Buffalo Bills notification Of alert. course you did on your uh, phone that's always listening. Um, no, but she'll always make a comment about like, oh, you know, you don't remember to pay all these bills. You know, you, you want me to take over the bills? Are, are you really keeping up with it? I'm like, listen, how many years have I been? You know, we've been uh, living together for how many years? And I've over seven years. Name a month, name a time when the electricity has been shut off. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, name since when have I ever, right, uh, missed up on uh, one of the bills? I have a couple times. But uh, it never really uh, impacts you, you or uh, anything like that, right? It always ends up working So you out. don't do auto pay. You're not an auto pay guy. I will do auto pay for some things. I'll, I'll like, like pay the, TV? No. Okay. TV is not auto pay. TV is actually very complicated. Right, you have a very complicated system because with your TV. TV. The TV bill comes whenever my friend thinks about it, because we have we split YouTube TV. So you're not the us, one in charge of the splitting. No, oh, us good. and two other people, because you can have that on three TVs at the same time. So right. as long as only three people are watching the YouTube TV at once, you're in the clear. It's like seventy five dollars a month, but we split it between three people. Or I ninety. It might be even more than that. I, I'm not sure the final figure. One person is the account holder. It's not me, and I'm not going to remember to pay that person what I owe them every single month. So what happens is, every three to four months, 
I'll just get a, a uh, an invoice from my friend saying, "Oh, you owe this like gargantuan sum of money for you know it's not huge, it's obviously way less than we'd be paying if we weren't splitting it, but oh, you owe all this from the last like three or four months of TV." So those four months were nice, and then you get yeah, the big, yeah and then, the big then bill. you get the bill at the end. Yeah, exactly. So I, I say I'll pay you as soon as you charge me. <laughs> so, but, but when whenever you charge me, that it, uh, it varies by month. That's a good deal you got going on there. It's not that bad, but some things I auto pay, like the heat, you know, the the uh, the gas bills. It's auto pay because oh. again, it's one of those things. Like, what am I gonna not pay it? You know, I can. You can call them out for another reading. I can f- furrow my brow, <laughs> you know, uh, for hours at the sheet of paper and complain about the rate. At some point, though, you're gonna be like, well, yes, here's the money. Yeah, money's due because yeah. you got like the electric. That's in the same thing. Other things, not so much. Uh, you know, I just like to make sure. Everything's all cool. I like to uh, hold it off until the very last second. Be like, all right, you're, uh, I'm keeping my money for as long as I right. possibly can. Because you believe that some other chunk of money is going to come out of nowhere. That's, well, that's at least the way I think. That's why I do everything last minute. 11.59? All right, we'll pay. That, yeah, no, no. I, there's something to that. I, uh, there's something to that. But, you know, and people are saying on the, on the text board, here's the thing. I've been married for less than a year. Right now, separate finances. That could change. Let's check back in a year. I feel right. like it doesn't change, though. Okay, good. I mean, because so far we've had no issues. I mean, if something happens and all of a sudden joint account and having everything going to the same account is the way to do it, we'll change. But as of right now, we've had no issues. 803-0930 if you want to join us here on WBEN, uh, if you have a thinking about this. I, I would like to see, you know, just a, a little pull out there if it ever does change. Because I, I feel like once you get past – you get married – and then there's this like initial like onslaught of things you have to do, right? Like there's uh, she might have to fill out a bunch of paperwork for the name change. Um, there's the combining of fi- you open up a joint account or something like that uh, that you do together. Uh, maybe you're buying a home short after, but like eventually all of that settles down. And then once that happens, I feel like there's no going back through all the processes. Right. Yeah. That's like a good you're point. you're not um, once you have a direct deposit set up and you've like changed it once, you are not going back. Like yeah. I'm not about to fill out more paperwork to change like where everything's going. I'm just I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So I feel like once you kind of fall into a groove. You're kind of there. You're in that yeah, for a while. Exactly. I agree with that 100. Um, percent And I I would bet that most people are like that. And there's not a lot of changing that goes on after like five or ten years, unless someone stops paying bills, right? Unless there's an issue, a repeated issue, Brian. Not one or tw- not once or twice, but a repeated issue with a bill that one person is responsible for paying and collecting from the other person, then I I think if financial issues occur within the relationship, that's when something like that changes. Okay. Uh, But no, it's, I think it's interesting how things might've changed. I am a, a little more particular about how, you know, money is being spent now than I was a year or two ago because of how much more everything costs. My wife has definitely heard me go a few times, what? Like, you know, (laughs) what is this, you know, like $200? Like, what did you spend $200? Like, oh, I went shopping at, you know, grocery shopping. Right. Like, there's not, um, she, every time if we're together going shopping, 
she hears me at the self-checkout when the final total comes up. And it's like, <laughs> she, she always looks at me like, what did you expect? I'm like, well, I got like eight things in the cart and the it's <laughs> three figures. Like it's reached over $100. Like what's going on here? And it's every time it's a complaint for me. That's why, hey, uh, groceries have gotten so bad, I'm sticking to my go to the grocery store three or four times a week. It's a smaller bill. I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, it all equals the same, but it's a little less. What's the word I'm looking for? It, it doesn't hit as much when it's smaller numbers four times, even though, you know, obviously, I'm not that dumb. I know at the end of the day, I'm still paying as much. It's just it's a little easier to, to stomach. Uh, yeah, no, and there's something to that, right? That's something that we talk about this with Jill all the time, every Monday, where there's something to, like, keeping a little money ready yeah. to go, where if you pay it all at once, you don't have to pay it again, but then you don't have any money if right. something else were to come up. So there is something like that. Someone on our text board, 8030930 for you to weigh in, says, 40 years and never separate anything money is the root of most marital issues and i feel like you're you know right but then i don't maybe it's the first part could be misguided because i could see money being the root of many marital issues yes but i don't think that means you have to necessarily combine everything or be totally on the same page with what's going on or even necessarily 100 percent transparent you know, I don't tell my wife everything that I buy. She doesn't tell me everything she buys. Um, every once in a while, I see uh, notifications from Amazon on my phone because the account is linked to me that we both use. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, why Why did uh, the delivery guy make three stops? And, like, <laughs> I got pictures of packages on my front door. What are we ordering? But um i don't think that it necessarily has to mean you're combined and always 100 percent on the same page just generally speaking you you have an equal understanding of what is and isn't allowed yeah i mean like you said brian that is true right marital a lot of marital issues come from finances but i know of uh, of people who are no longer together who everything was was combined right finances joint bank accounts guess what someone was uh not being 100% uh, transparent for decades about their spending, guess what? It became a huge issue financially and, you know, uh, obviously ruined that marriage. But they had joint bank accounts. They seemingly on paper did everything joint, but someone might have been making some How do you do poor that? decisions in both their names without the other one knowing. Even uh, with the example I said, like where I'm the one who kind of pays attention I feel like it would be I couldn't get away with doing something like that in my marriage. No. Just, like recklessly spending or going in debt. Like there would have to be at some point some like, wow, like how did you take two week-long vacations to Jamaica this year? You know, like there, there would have to be some sign along the way, right? Right. Yeah. I, I You would think so. I mean – Earlier, you would pick up on something, and I'm, uh, some of these some of these people, and this goes beyond finances, that seem to be so blind of things that are going on in their whole in their entire life. Those are stories that really interest me. You want to get ever all the information because I could just never. There, there are people that do some you know awful things without their family knowing it financially and, and otherwise, and it's just well, are you not talking? I mean, how did this go on for so long without some without any sign being there? 
I feel like, you know, oh, you know, we knew you were getting a new car, but, like, you're going to notice if it has leather seats. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But, like, you know, even if you try to, like, do it like that and you're spending a little bit without, you know, people know, I, people are going to notice. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and by the way, 40 years, never separate anything. There was a two texts earlier, married 43 years and always separate finances, no issues. Yeah. I mean, different people can work together. Right. But there's... I feel like if you're totally separate, there has to be a level of trust there that everyone's being totally upfront. Because if you're, you know, even in my example, one of us might not pay attention. One of us pays most of the bills. It's um, separate, but it's together. But in many ways, it is kind of separate. The other person has the, you know, anytime they want, can log on, look at everything that's being spent and say, what's up? Now, does that go with credit cards as well? Um, or do I don't you both think have so. Separate credit cards. Um, we have separate credit cards, but you can log on to the account and see how much ah, okay. the credit. You can't see like the detailed spending on the card, but you can see what the bill was every single month. All right, and you know what's it, we pay it off every month. You can see what it was on the thing, and you know you could see if hey, what? Why was your credit card payment twenty five dollars this? You know what's uh, what's going on? Why didn't we pay it off this month? Um, you can always see that stuff too. Um, so they're splitting the finances, and then they're splitting the chores. When we were talking about the showers and the gross thing, someone uh, commented about cleaning the shower. You know how you have to be totally clean and everything. I, is there a worse chore than cleaning the shower? I wouldn't know. You never do it. I don't think I've ever cleaned my shower. So you are always, you're laying down towels, you're wearing flip-flops, you're doing all these things to make sure you're in pristine and you've never cleaned the shower. Well, I, you know, when I had my own place, I would spray the shower with that stuff. They say spray after every shower, and I would just assume that's clean. No, that's not, that's not how it works at all. <laughs> you've never cleaned the shower. I mean, I'm sure in 33 years I've cleaned a shower. I just, in... The last decade cannot remember myself cleaning a shower. I mean, I see why you don't want to do it. It's like the worst. Yeah. It stinks. It's um, kind of hard to do. You got to scrub around. You'd think that like soap would. That's the one thing I just never get. Like soap the shower. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it is kind of gross. Like it's, I'm literally putting soap into it every time I take a shower. Right. So why would you have to? But it's, it actually makes it worse and harder to clean. Well, that soap coming off your body is not as clean as when you yeah. put it on. It's, it's uh, terrible. But it's like the worst chore, I think, in the entire house. Someone said clean the toilet. I don't, I don't mind that. That takes like two seconds. Oh, yeah, I don't like cleaning the toilet. It's, well, uh, what do you like cleaning? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. So how, how can we be so different in that respect? Where you're like Mr. Sanitary... And I don't care that much, but I have. But I don't care at all how clean my. You're apartment not is. cleaning the uh, <laughs> uh, any of those things, and I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. You clean the toilet. My wife does want me to know that she cleans my shower, so my shower is clean. Just in case anyone wanted to know, I do have a clean shower. But I really, if I was living by myself, it would be spray, spray, spray. We're clean. Let's go. She should stop doing that and see how long it takes you to notice. You're just like, don't tell him when. You're going to stop cleaning the shower. <laughs> and then, you know, just stop one day. And after like six months, just be like, hey, have you noticed it all? Your you shower is filthy and disgusting. You think I'll notice? Well, here's the I thing. Would, I would hope so. Here's the thing. The shower I use is 
the bathroom that anyone that would come to our apartment would use. I don't think she's going to let that bathroom get dirty. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's worse. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm like, well, it doesn't matter if I clean this. I know I'm going to have someone do it because there's no way we'll let this one get dirty. I should contribute more to the cleaning chore, to the, do, the chores around the, the place. That's the one, though, if you're going to stay away from one, that's the one I would avoid doing. Yeah. I would trade off everything else for out dishes I'll do fine, uh, vacuum fine, I'm clean fine the dishes. toilets fine. I'll do all that stuff. You can do the shower. Oh, uh, yeah. It's I, just such a pain. I do like taking the Swiffer wet jet and going over the floor with it. I have no problem with that. That's a fun little task. <laughs> fun is one way to describe it. I Somebody uh, chimed in with the uh, make a mixture of vinegar and water. And the vinegar and, like, everything, there's, like, the uh, vinegar-based uh, window cleaners. There's all that. And I cannot stand when there's the vinegar smell. That's what we have in our house for the windows. It's, like, it's not your normal Windex. It's some sort of, like, vinegar-based window. I mean, it works. The so windows are clean. But then it has it's something like, you make. No. Oh, okay. Maybe no. It's you probably could, but it's it just it smells like vinegar. Like it doesn't smell clean. It just smells like French fries at the beach. That's not awful. Uh, it's not awful, but it's you know it's vinegar. Like I, I want a well, clean, fresh scent. Get a candle. Oh, don't give me. I can't stand candles. I am not a candle person. Really? I am not a fake scent person. Oh, I love a good candle smell. Oh, I don't. It it gives me a headache. All of it. Oh. The candles. The my wife loves the Febreze spray, and she, and she likes the little uh, things you plug in the outlet that go. Psst, I like those. You know everything like that. I can't stand any of them. I don't like the sprays. I, I'm not a fan of the sprays. They 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 irritate my nose. But I like a good candle. Those wood wick candles. Oh, the the sound of the of the wood burning. The smell it gives off i love all of it i can tell before i even walk into a room if she i just smell it and it's, it annoys me and i'll <laughs> say something and she'll be like you know yes i did it to make it smell nice i'm like i would rather it smell someone unpleasant i'd rather it smell like nothing or the dogs than smell like the fake scent the oh, chemical scent i love a good chemical wax uh, candle burning the uh, again i like that noise of the wood wick i could listen to that all night Put put that on your uh, sleep time playlist. I I, I just might. <laughs> you don't. Want, uh, by the way, you don't want to fall asleep with a candle lit. But maybe I can get that noise on the uh, sleep <laughs> yeah. time playlist. Well, yeah, you light a cigarette too and just put it in your hand. Will you? <laughs> and, uh, I like the smell. Yes. Uh, no, please don't. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Beam as and Beamer on WBen. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.